getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Radio, we are days away from the best seven, eight days of racing in New Zealand. It's Cup Week. It's in Christchurch, the wonderful city. They really put it on. The man who's a big part of putting together the harness side of things anyway is Greg O'Connor out of Addington. Greg, thanks for joining us, uh, mate. Like, yes, we love the racing. Yes, we love a punt. Yes, we love a little drink. But the logistics that goes behind putting something like this together, how long, how long does it take? Afternoon to you, Steffi. Um, probably the day after Cup Week finishes, normally the Monday, the first week after it. <laughs> uh, start planning again, mate, to be absolutely honest. And um, I've been part of uh, Addington since or the mid-90s, and every time I leave the joint, Staffy, I end up back here somehow. But um, uh, I've, I've been a big part of it this year again, and, and if you don't enjoy it, you want to go and get another job, mate, because um, you know the, the build-up to the day and the, uh, the joy you get out of seeing you know, 17,000, 18,000 people here at Addington Raceway enjoying uh, the best of, of our code is, um, yeah, it fills the heart pretty much when you're standing out there as the national anthem's being sung anyway. Mm, yeah, because, you know, the, the times I've been down there, it's just so well organised and we don't see the army of people like who, who organise the hospitality, the catering, the security, the traffic management. There's a whole lot of stuff goes into it, isn't there? Yeah, there is a massive team. Um, and, I mean, hey, we race. Sixty times a year, so for fifty-eight of those, it's pretty much a skeleton staff outside of uh, the office. There's all the catering staff, etc. But there's not a big, big team, and a whole lot of people have to be brought in, Staffy, to to make it all work. And the infrastructure that we don't have anymore. You remember that thing called an earthquake that took out the public stand? Well, mm. that was able to seat about six and a half thousand people. So you have to bring all that temporary stuff in. Um, and that starts about the first week in October, to be honest. So um, everything's coming together pretty nicely now. Um, there's a number of people that have been part of that sort of activity here for a very long time. So they know exactly what has to happen, what's required. And um, at the end of the day, uh, the corporate side of things has been sold out for a good six to eight weeks. And we're getting down to the rats and mice now, if you like, in terms of tickets uh, for the remainder. So we know who's coming, what they require and what they need, and you just want them to have a great experience, Steffi, so uh, that's what we'll be trying to achieve. And the IRT New Zealand Cup's been going for, this will be the 120th year, so um, wow. it's certainly steeped in history. And, you know, you think about all the... I spoke to Michael Guerin about it the other day, actually, and I said, what would be the one thing that you would say to anyone who hadn't been to a New Zealand Cup? What, what would you encourage them to, to come to, to the Trotting Cup for? And he said, because it's the only race in New Zealand that everyone remembers who won it. Mm. Now, there wouldn't be another race. I mean, we have some great races, Row Cups and uh, Sire Stakes Finals and, and the like. There's, there's some great races in this country. But very few do you actually remember who won it. And, um, you know, the last couple of years it's been copy that. Uh, he won't be here this year due to injury, but... You know, even since the turn of the century, the 100th Cup was won by just an excuse. Uh, Flashing Red went back-to-back. Back. Monkey King went back-to-back. Terror to Love became only the third horse to win three in a row. Adore Me was only the second four-year-old mare following Mainland Banner to win it. Then you had Lazarus back-to-back back wins. You know, the list goes on and on. You get a great trainer like Barry Purden. Barry won four with his father, Roy, from 1977. 
uh, was sold Kavan through to Token in 93. Tony Hula, he drove three of those four winners, and neither of them gentlemen have won a cup since. Wow. So it's not an easy race to win. Our greatest ever trainer, Barry Purden, numerically, and our greatest driver of all time, haven't been able to win it for nearly 30 years. That's astounding, really, because it's a bit... We've just had the Melbourne Cup, and I said it's one of the hardest races to pick because every single horse in that race is there on merit. Every single horse has been trained to the minute for race jump. Same with the New Zealand Trotting Cup. Yep, absolutely right, Safi. And yesterday we had barrier draw, which from a, a race perspective, couldn't have worked out better. Now, that might sound a little bit harsh because the two favourites drew the second row, but if either one of those had drawn the front row, mm. they start close to $2. Now, Akuta, who's been the dominant force, uh, too good for them in Ashburton Flying Stakes and again in the Kaikoura Cup, he gets barrier 15, and Swayze, this flying Australian, gets 13. Uh, he's won eight straight, including uh, Blacks of Faith beating lead to fame in Queensland and a demolition job of a horse called Spirit of St. Louis at his last start at Menangle. Uh, he's got to not only have a standing start for the first time, but do it off the second row. What that does mean, Staffy, is there has to be moves in the race. So all of those horses are now thinking, right, the two favourites are going to move. We either A, have to get in front of them at the start, or B, get in front of them before they move so we can get a good run after that. So I think it's you know worked out magnificently from that point of view. Finally, Greg, uh, I've just looked in my pending bets on my TAB account. I've got $10 on Smithy's Terror at 80 I see it's now 40 But the one I'm very excited about, I've got $10 on Beach Ball at 126 and I see it's now 18 <laughs> yeah, he got into the field, Staffy. Yeah. That was forward thinking of you. He got into the field courtesy of his win last Friday night. But you've got a massive, massive thing in your favour here. First of all, I'd love a piece of that if you want to share it with your friends. <laughs> um, but the horse has been groomed by Ricky May. Yes. No one's won more cups. He's won seven New Zealand Cups, a man with a gold cap. A man who, don't forget, only about three years ago, actually died on a race course mm. or back to life. He drives for Brendan Hill, a pair of them, went together with Monkey King and won back-to-back cups. He's got a beautiful draw. He's raw. He's a hard-running horse. If he's in front, you'll get a great sight, mate. So congratulations getting those odds. I don't know who gave you that advice, or was it just you on your own? It was just me on my own, and it needed to win a couple of races, and I thought, I think it's going to, I think, you know, I want to be on the 126 if it does make the field. And uh, look at it there, front row. Gutsy, as you say, very excited for it, Gregory. Very excited. Who, who's your who's your early pick now that we know the barrier draw? Have you gone off a little bit of a cooter or still no, the, still the one to beat? No, I haven't gone off him. He, he's still the horse to beat. His preparation's been perfect. Bar the barrier draw, he's an impressive f- uh, physique. This horse, he really is a strong horse, and um, he's been the best two, three, and four year old. I think if things go his way on Tuesday, we might see something special. So um, Akuta's definitely still the horse to beat. 16 wins from 28 starts, a rating of 115. Um, it's going to be hard to knock off. Gregory, uh, might not speak to you. I know you're in for a massive week. Thanks for everything you do for the for the Coda Harness Racing, and we're doing a big, big uh, Cup Day special, 12 to 6. I'm co-hosting with Louie, and I have no doubt we'll be catching up with you on Tuesday. Uh, try and have a yeah, rest the next couple of days if you can, <laughs> because you've got a marathon yep. coming up. 
No, nah, it's all good, mate. We've been there before, so you know you know what you're in for, but whether you want to go through it again is another thing. I do at the moment. By the end of it, you know you've you've been to the races, so to speak. So L- nah, we'll have fun, Steffi. Good on you, Greg. There's a, there he is. Greg O'Connor does so much for the Harness Racing Code and with Addington as well. As he said, there's a few rats and mice general admission tickets. I've been probably, I think I've been maybe four times in a work capacity and once as just general public. Absolutely loved all five. Abs- and you don't even have to enjoy racing, even though I do. It's absolutely magnificent. And the crew at Addington there do everything they can to make sure that the paying public have the best day. And I have never heard anyone say they've been to Cup Day and didn't enjoy it. It's, And if you're a people watcher, oh my goodness, it's amazing. It's amazing. The fashion, the sights, the music, the horses, it's all there for you. So Cup Week, just Google Google Cup Week. Go, go to Harness, go to the Gallops, go to Graham, whatever you like. It's a magnificent week. Well worth a week's leave. You're probably too late to apply, but uh, we'll bring you lots of it over the next uh, week or so, next Cup Week or so. We'll take a short break.